Thank you to everybody clicking play on episode 20 of the Legend Cast right now. We have a giveaway on our Twitter at LegendXGaming. Okay, go to the latest tweet, like, retweet, and a chance to get some free merch doing a big old merch giveaway. We're going to announce the winner at the end of May, so you guys still have plenty of time. Again, thank you so much for the support. Go like, retweet the tweet, and you could be uh, rocking some Legend merch. Thanks. Welcome back to Legend Cast, everybody. I'm Austin Olson alongside Jack Scott and Andrew Allen, the most legendary podcast in the world. Another week, another pod, and more sports every single day. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? This is like the first time we've hit it two weeks consecutively in like a month and a half, two months, I feel like. <laughs> I know we're getting back on track. Yeah, getting back on track, man. Getting back into it. Uh, I love it. Um, thank you guys for being so patient with my crazy schedule. Uh, I, ho- I hope after it's next okay. week, I hope after next week, it kind of calms down a little bit, but you know, I'm here, obviously the pod room is not set up at all. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting into it. So yeah. And happy single to my everybody. Happy single to my Andrew, what you got to say? No, I was just saying, yeah, I mean, yeah, what Jack said. Besides my life isn't that crazy, but cheers. Cheers to you, mate. Cheers, cheers. for Cinco de Mayo. Bottles for, up. <laughs> Cans up. Whatever. For for people listening right now, um, the pod, the IRL pod lounge, we're getting all the details sorted out here. So hopefully in the next couple months, everything will be finally put together. We can bring you some IRL shit. Mm-hmm. But first topic is uh, James Harden. Playing without Joel Embiid in this series so far, and Joel Embiid is out for Game Three. We heard that about an hour ago, and Harden is playing like Harden. <laughs> I'm so happy. So, what is this Joel Embiid injury? Is it the is it the torn um, or something? Is it Some... something in his hand? No, it's like the face. Like he had a concussion and everything. Okay. What did he? Like, what did he have before? He, he, he had some hand injury before, like a. Anyway, I'm getting off topic, but yeah, I just this is like this is giving me flashbacks of James Harden trying to win a playoff game on his own. I don't know. It's I think the easiest way to sum it up is I'm sure you guys saw that video of uh, Maxi when James Harden got. Call he went to the bench or whatever. Maxi was mm-hmm. sitting down. Harden sat right next to him. Maxi like stood up, moved chairs, moved down the bench. Like I just, I just, if that doesn't sc- describe how I feel about James Harden, and I'm sure Olson, you you were gonna echo, and Andrew, you you might echo too. That man just destroys <laughs> locker rooms. He's so toxic. He, he bro. is not a guy that you want to ball with. He can ball. He can hoop. He's a hooper. He he, he can he could do just about anything on a on, on on the court, besides maybe play defense. But it's just like he tears chemistry apart. He he t- he, it, he makes it look ugly, and I don't think he could. I don't think he could win a series, especially without Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's why he'll never win. 
He will never, ever, ever win. He's got the best, most dominant center since probably Shaq with him. And obviously he has they haven't played the series together and, and they haven't I mean, played the whole season together either. They yeah, and they half, played half, not even. And they played against Toronto in the first round, but bro, I don't think Joel could even we saw with Danny Green in like Harden's third game with the team. And we saw it now with Tyrese Maxey and round of applause for Tyrese Maxey, bro. I'd be doing the same shit. I, I don't like James Harden at all. You guys know that. I strongly dislike him and Russell Westbrook. So like watching James Harden, he's like very much like when you watch like I watched Maz last night a lot in last for like game one too. It's like Luca brings the ball up and Luca does everything. You know, he'll 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 drive and kick or he'll take the basket himself or take off pick and rolls. Like it's just him primary ball handler handler takes most of the shots. This is the same thing Harden did in Houston and now Harden can't score like he did in Houston. He's lost all the ability to get to the basket. And he's lost his touch with his jump shot. Like he's out of shape. Like that man's that man is he's just bigger. He's just he's, he doesn't have the speed anymore. He doesn't have that agility anymore. I think he is still probably one of the best offensive players of seasons that he was really good offensively. But like he like you said, he's never been good on the defensive end. Never. Never ever. No. He will go down as one of the greater like ISO players of all time. He'll never go down as one of the better basketball players of all time. Um and then Heat, Heat winning game three. This is going to be a quick series. I, I thought it was going to be a quick series, especially with him beat out. This is this is, this is is easy. This is – starting Sixers need him beat. Like, this is not even – you can't win with Harden. That's like, what, 33, 34 now? I can't remember his age, but no. Sorry. Series, the, series is, the series is over. Sixers, so Sixers need him beat a million times more than they need Harden. Right. I'd be more scared if it was Embiid instead yes. of Harden. That, yes. that, that, that era of Harden being – Scary is it's it's over. Nobody's it's nobody's anymore. afraid to go up against James Harden. No. Nobody. You oh, can't no. you can't tell me a team or a player in the NBA that that is like still fears James Harden like that on the court. Nobody. Because they all know. Agree. They all know. <laughs> I mean he's he's still he's he's a great passer. I'll give him that. He's got he's got vision. But you can't hope. defend can't defend and your, your teammate chemistry is garbage it's been garbage he was a superstar in houston because everyone looked up to him but now it's ain't your time to shine no more bro you can't take, you can't accept the role of just being a good defender and a good playmaker you gotta do everything and be a selfish guy and he's still that guy he's that guy every every, every time i watch Harden play dude it just looks like he's just trying to one on five everyone he takes the screen he takes the screen it's either a you know, a bounce pass to whoever he's, whoever was screening him, or it's a ISO between the dribble, 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 step back three. Like it's it's so predictable, bro. Like, whatever. Shit's out. Shit's fished over with. He's just not the same anymore. He's not the guy who's dropping fifties in a season all the time. He's yeah, that's long gone. That's what happens. That's happens. You get older and. He just now just has much pride in the game. I feel like I feel like he just he just out there partying. It's just that's yeah, my he, me a partier. He he got he got paid. He got his money. Really, he probably thinks there's nothing else to give to the NBA anymore. But 
whatever moving on um so apparently chris middleton is out i don't know how long he's out but they said the, two weeks two weeks so that's pretty much a series right there um yeah so could can the bucks win without middleton and my answer is yes Ooh. because you obviously have the i think the most dominant player in the nba right now Giannis. he can give you 40 20 and 10 um, you got Drew Holiday, who's a lockdown defender, can shoot the three decently well, gets about 17 points for you a game, a couple steals. Um, Grayson Allen, who is usually just a spot-up shooter, he can knock down the three. People hate him, but he's got a little stroke to him. Mm-hmm. As, well as, uh, as well as Connington, he can knock down the three. Um, Bobby Portis, you know, fan favorite, brings the energy. And yeah, I think I think they can do it. I think they can do it. Obviously, it makes it a little bit more difficult, right? It's not like as easy, but I could I I can see the Bucks winning a seven-game series with Chris Middleton. It's just going to take a little bit more from everyone else. Everyone else is going to have to step up, and I think the Bucks do have those rotational players to where because if Chris Middleton is going to be out for an extended period of time, can these guys step up and fill the role? And I I think they have them. Like you were saying, Grayson Allen, he's he's really starting to step up, honestly. I feel like you've never really heard of Grayson Allen's on-court statistics at all besides him, you know, dislocating Alex Caruso's shoulder or whatever it is. Um, so I, it's going to be a little bit more complicated, and this is probably blatantly obvious to anybody listening. It's going to be more difficult. Giannis is going to have to take on even a bigger load, but I still think Giannis could can do it. And it doesn't even have to be a seven-game series. I bet they could still win in a six-game series. That's just that's just my opinion, though. Wow. And Giannis is never really hurt either. He's always really healthy, really healthy player. I think the Celtics will be too much. I think they need Chris Middleton to compete with the Celtics to the point where I think Bucks only can win one more game without Chris Middleton. I think Celtics take this in six. My honest opinion. I think Tatum has been on an absolute mm-hmm. killing machine right now. That mm-hmm. man is might be playing as the best player in the world right now in basketball. Um, they destroyed the Nets. They swept the Nets like it was nothing. I'm not a huge Nets fan. It's hard to beat KD and Kyrie in four game series. That's Celtics are one of the hottest teams right now. They they do not surprise me. They're deep. They're yeah. extremely deep. I think Chris. I think Marcus Smart comes back off the hamstring. He's gonna lock down Drew Holiday. They found out how to stop Greek Freak last game. You got to put Robert Williams on him, double team a little bit. You, you can't. Greek Freak had trouble again through Robert Williams and um. Oh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. Um, you talk about Grant. Grant Williams. Thank you. Um. Yeah, they both. They just like mm-hmm. like Greek Freak was trying to get in that big step, and then mm-hmm. boom, just brick walls. Brick like walls. it's not. This is not the Orlando Magic where you can just go. <laughs> I, I think this is. I, I like Greek Freak, but you need another shooter out there who's consistent. I don't think Grayson Allen's a good enough shooter on his own to get enough buckets. I don't think Drew Holiday's a good enough shooter to get enough buckets. I mean, he they score, but the Celtics team can shoot. And they start shooting, it's not going to be a game anymore. Bucks can't keep up. 
Well, uh, let the record be known. I do want Boston to win the series. Right. I, I, I do think that Boston will win the series, but can it be done with Giannis? Like, it, I guess I was kind of more or less taking the question. Right. Is, is it completely out of the picture for Giannis to win a seven-game series? Obviously, it's against the Celtics, so it's probably not going to happen, especially without Chris Middleton. But could it be done if it wasn't the Celtics? Probably. Right. right. This right. moment right moment, now, the though. series right here, yeah. I do think the Celtics win this, yeah. And I I think, like you said, I, I don't think it's really going to be all that much of a struggle necessarily. Like, the Bucks might win one, game, one or two games, but I, I think the Celtics kind of have their way. They're hot at the right time, and that's what the playoffs are about, man. Exactly. Momentum. Yes, sir. Moving on to the final NBA playoff um, topic. Does John Morant have to drop 40 points every night to beat Golden State? And my answer is no. Mm. Because, um, let's see, how can I word this? So, I thought the Grizzlies would be what the Timberwolves were. If that makes sense, when they had, when Andrew Wiggins first came in the league with Carl Anthony Towns and Zach Levine, I thought those three would be who the Grizzlies are. But now it's John Morant, Jaron Jackson, and Desmond Bain. But either way, anyways, off topic, but I don't think so because, I mean, Desmond Bain got a clip. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson, great defender. Um, who else do they got? I know I'm blanking on a lot of people's names. Yeah, Tillman is a pretty good center. Tillman. Dylan Brooks, who's suspended for Dylan game Brooks. He is, yeah, he's suspended for this next game. They got Tyus Jones as a backup point guard, who's not a good role player. What um you might have just said this, I might have just blanked out, but do we know what's wrong what's what's up with Steven Adams? Is he hurt? Or is he just playing a like a minimal role? I don't know. I I have no idea. I think he's hurt. Because I thought at least the one game that I, I – seriously, I wish I could be watching more of the playoffs. but Left ankle sprain. Left ankle sprain. Okay, so he's been out like good majority of the playoffs, if not all of it. Wait. Sometimes I just wish they – Oh. COVID-19 protocols, never mind. Hmm. Yeah, we're wow. still doing that. We're, we're oh, still wow. doing that, huh? That's still a thing. Okay, NBA, okay. <laughs> well, um, back to my my little thing here. Um, do I think John has to drop 30 every night to win against the Warriors? Yes. 40? Yes. A little too high, but 30, yes. 30, he has to drop 30 every night. Unless he has a 20-assist game, which I don't think Jaw can do. It's right? like a hee-hee. <laughs> um, but the Warriors, I think I had them beaten the Nuggets in five. I think they did beat them in five. Not don't really remember. But I have Warriors Suns in my Eastern Conference Finals uh, or Western Conference Finals. I mean Jordan Jordan Poole, little little buggy, little step back, spin move through through between the legs, ee, ee, little little jelly layup at down there, and then you got Curry just bopping for Curry being Curry. Clay's struggling a lot right now, but it's Clay. He's he going to find his rhythm again. Draymond being Draymond, picking up techs, keeping energy alive. 
Um, and we they don't even have James Wiseman. I don't know what the hell happened to that guy, but he hasn't played a single game for them this year. Uh, I know he's in the G League for a little bit again, rehab, but then he decided to call it. I think the Warriors still win this series, but yeah, if they want to beat Golden State, he hit jaw has to drop thirty plus a night. I agree with that. I, I think thirty plus probably isn't that big of an ask for jaw either. Go and get your own thirty plus. Like I, I feel like that should be very easily doable for a player like Jaw. The, the explosiveness, the desire to go at the basket, it, it's all there. Um, so just putting that all together in a playoff atmosphere, that's thirty. That's thirty easy. The more, the more and more I think about it, like I had originally had Grizzlies going to the next round. Yeah, I, I've changed my mind after the last two games. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, I think the Warriors shot like 16% from three, and they only lost by what, like five points? Like, if this Warriors team is shooting below 20% and they're losing by five, they're a live or die team by the three. Yikes. Hey, yo. Oh. That means you were you were going against I still the have to team. Go, I still have to go with it. I still have to go with it because I picked them. I was gonna say you were going against the team that you put in the finals from the Western Conference. Right. Right. You said that you right. said the Heat just mop them in the finals. Oh, I still believe whoever they play in the finals is gonna be mopped. Oh uh, our toughest challenge is the Celtics. Um, <laughs> uh, I just had to say it. Some some trash talking for someone. I can't wait, bro. Mm. We need that shit to happen. When, when's the final start? Like June something? Yeah. Bring it on! Come on. Um. And honestly, like I think Jaws forcing it too much a little bit. Um, there were some plays the other night where I was like, "Okay, why take that shot there? Get a better dish option." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to come over time. I feel like. I mean, I'm not hating on Jaws. I'm a huge fan of Jaws, but I feel like there are some moments where there's an unnecessary attempt for a shot when it could have been a better, better, better pass. Um, don't get me wrong; he's probably the best, one of the best point guards in the NBA. That dude's just un- unguardable at some point, especially that quick first step that he has. That shit on Hall of Fame. That's that's unstoppable. Um, Even though he travels every time, he does carry the ball a lot. He does carry the ball a lot. Did you guys see that video on Twitter today about it? <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's like a hot, yeah. he was at the he was at the top of the three. He was like three feet beyond the three point line, and then he's at the free throw line. He didn't even take a dribble yet. <laughs> yeah, um, so quick, so explosive. Oh, yeah, it's, it's how, like, how, how how do you how do you how do you call that in real time? Here's here's almost like how is Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and Curry not not starting the court together? That should be an yeah, automatic that... starting three. Yeah, oh, because Steph's coming off the bench, right? Well, Jordan Poole or Steph is coming off the bench. Steph's uh, coming off the bench. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. The playoff games that I have watched, Steph has come off the bench, and I low key like that. I, I, but I do think that them three starting would be just stupid, right? I mean, they're on the court sometimes together, but they it should be like all three of them should damn near get like thirty five minutes a game, right? I, I am I might be in the minority here, but I kind of enjoy Steph coming off the bench. He, you know, I, I he, see what they're doing. He, he, he's older. He's not. Just, I think Jordan Poole's been coming off the bench though recently, last couple of games. Probably, and it's probably just because you know it's playoff atmosphere. Steph's been there before, kind right. of thing. Like bring the vet in at that point, let him you know let him carry the team and all that stuff. Um, 
But having having dude, imagine saying that. Imagine being the coach of the of your team, and you have Steph coming off the bench. Like that's just that's just a flex, bro. That's a flex in your winning games. Or Jordan Poole. Or, or Jordan, Jordan Poole. Poole. Like both of them. Like, but I do agree. I I think all three of them in the starting lineup together that would be nasty. And Oracle would go insane announcing that starting lineup. I think because Jordan Poole's a heavy ball handler for him. So I think That's they have, I mean. yeah, and then Curry comes off and ball handles and then Poole goes out and then, you know. I think Curry's yeah. more deadly off the ball, though. Right, right. To be honest, I mean, Curry is. Put, 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 ste- put Steph have, at the then two. Have, then you have Clay there, though. Well, you can't have Clay, Clay just sit in the corner. Put Clay at the three. Put Clay at the three in the corner wings. Have him bounce around. They play a five out anyways. There's gonna be some people in the corner. Shit, like that team is so. This team is strapped so up. It's stupid, bro. You literally put Draymond on top of the key of the point guard, damn near, and have all these dudes just cutting from different angles. This shit's just not. It's not fair. And like you get, you get Curry. That's the thing. You have Jordan Poole on ball, and you have just Curry running off screens and just running around. Dude, imagine keeping up with that guy off ball. That'd be literally a nightmare for me. My, I would just drop out. You imagine the stand like you're in a video game. Your stamina has to be like a hundred. That's all you're you can't even. You can't. You can't even make it. You can't even make it that high. It needs to be that high to keep up with Steph the entire game. Right, because you get a wiggins off ball screens and like you're just you're going one way and they're gonna he just cut and making moves. Oh my God, dude, that lineup that would be Jordan Poole, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond. Forgot about Wiggins. All right, so here, here. <laughs> you guys see the dunk the other night from Wiggins? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So this is this is how good the Warriors are going to be next year, right? So you got Poole, Clay, Curry, Wiggins, James Wiseman. If you and then there's there's you think he's going into his second year, third year next year. Moses Moody. Everyone forgot about Moses Moody. He's developing. We all know we all know that he's going to be good because the G League Warriors team is just stupid with development and talent. And then he got. Did I say Draymond already? Mm, no. So. And you got Dray. You got Draymond. And then, who? What's the picks they got this year? And they also had uh, that guy. They had was uh, they had another first rounder named uh, Oki Oki. Uh, oh no, that's not right. Jonathan Kaminga. Oh Mingo, my god. The Warriors are low key set. So They're good, set for the bro. future, bro. They got their vets. They, they got, got paid the, Jordan Poulson though. They got paid Jordan Poulson though. Yeah, but yeah, that could be done. They'll pay him. Restructure some contracts. Yeah, do something. For sure. Put Draymond on a coach on a coach contract. You know. <laughs> Draymond. The thing is, Draymond is the heart of that team. The heart and soul of that team. Draymond you know, you know who Draymond's gonna be, right? You know who Draymond's gonna be. Mm. I think Andrew knows who I'm gonna say. Tate. No, 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 no. I'm thinking real life player. Hey, who Draymond is? Mm-hmm. Who who he's going to be like going for? Oh, UD. It was OG UD. Yeah, He's gonna be like Udonis Haslam. He's never gonna retire. He's gonna be that coach that has the player contract. He he's he's gonna play. He's gonna literally be on that court in the jersey as long as possible. I don't know though. Because he, he was doing, he was doing, he was doing gigs mm-hmm. with TNT mm-hmm. during the All Star break. He's got, he's got TNT. He set does, up, he so. does a podcast too. 
Yeah, no, here's the thing. I, 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 so Charles Barkley announced he's got like two years left in his TNT contract and he's out. That's going to I think. What, you, you think they're going to bring Draymond in and have mm-hmm. Draymond be the filler? Mm-hmm. That, the wait, did Charles bounce, actually say that? That he's like, he was talking about, like, I'm not doing this TV thing forever. I got a couple years left in my contract. But won't they just sub D Wade in? Because D Wade is with them, isn't he? He is, but like every case, okay, so when, like, when I've watched like TNT, like in the past, like when the Warriors get bounced, Draymond Green's on the set with those guys. Like he's already yeah. on the set. So like he's, they're already prepping him to take a spot on that set. So he could put D Wade in there for like Kenny or Shaq when the next one leaves. Like I think they'll just get new, like younger players in there. So I think Draymond and D Wade could be another. I think it's just like that's I think that's what they're setting up for. I think Draymond's smart enough to be a coach. I think he's great. I, I'm a huge fan of Draymond to be honest. I think he does everything on the court right. I mean, he does make mistakes, but who doesn't? Like he's that one of those dudes that defends passes and like he just does everything for that team. Like Yeah, would he be a coach? Could it be a UD? Yeah, but I think he's got too much of a face in the TV program right now to not do that. That's a lot of money. I think it's like, I bet we're talking like double digit millions a year. And then just, you know, add in the podcast, and I'm sure that's a little bag and a half. That too. Bag and a half for TNT show. TNT going to be like 10 bags. Dude, that dude, that show is best Charles, show. Charles, it's so good. Dude, it's so funny. It's got. Well, it's, like it's not even like a sports thing anymore. It's just like a TV show. It's like a reality TV show. Bro, I will clown. say, I will say though, didn't when when Charles first brought it up like a month or two ago, when Charles first said, "Oh, you know, like blah 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 blah," uh, you know, I might not be doing this forever. Didn't either Kenny or Shaq say, "Oh, well, Charles, if you're gone, I'm gone." Uh, I think I, I don't know. I think I, Shaq I think said hear. if I think Shaq said if Charles breaks it up, they might all be gone. And that's not. I feel like that's very normal. Which and is I, very normal, I, right? Because it's like it's like think about like that's like their chemistry right now is even getting better and better each year because that's a team thing. So these guys know how to interact with each other, especially on TV. Like imagine just throwing another person in the random. Right. Yeah, they could put they could put Draymond in there because. They all vibe together, but you put Draymond in there because like another person that vibes. So I don't know. I think I think that's a good point, though. I think it will will break up eventually. Time could be coming soon. We gotta we gotta appreciate what's going on right now with those guys. Facts. They're getting older. Ernie's getting up there. Shaq. Shaq's fairly young, isn't he? He's like in his fifties. Early early fifties or late forties, so yeah, he's still he's, not. Shaq's got TV. so many gigs, bro. And the fact that he still does like that TNT I'm stuff. He's not with a billionaire. No, he, he's damn close, if not. I don't. I feel like he does so much stuff that's like charity work more than just like business work. Is that? Does that make sense? Am I yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Okay. There was our um, weekly NBA talk. We are going into the NFL. We got a whole draft, a whole draft, a whole draft recap, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys like the NFL, you're going to like this because NFL draft is, besides the Super Bowls, the most um, craziest time of the year as an NFL fan. Um, we're we're going to first start off with um, NFL picks were being traded left and right this uh, this year. Left and right, we have uh, Marquise Brown gone, AJ Brown, AJ Brown gone. Um, who, who else got traded? Anyone else, or was it just picks? 
uh, um, like of stardom, kind of like high profile, um, like players in general, because a lot of players just don't get traded during the draft, right? Especially with two, two star receivers. So, I I will before we get into crazy talks draft. Was the whole Hollywood trade was that collusion? Why would you say collusion? Because um, right after they traded for Hollywood. DeAndre, you know, they came out and said DeAndre tested positive for PEDs and he's missing six games. Do you think mm. the Do you think the Cardinals knew that he was going to test positive, traded for a wide receiver? I'm surprised the they odds, traded for him. The odds on that happening, dude. I kind of it's kind of like a it's kind of like a conspiracy theory that I have going on is. If if the Cardinals organization got a whiff of the NFL potentially coming at DeAndre Hopkins, did they try to like maybe act like they didn't know and trade I mean, for a wide receiver? What's what's the rule of not trading for a wide receiver though in that situation? It wasn't public knowledge that he he had tested positive for PEDs. That's what I'm saying. Is like the the league hadn't announced that DeAndre had tested positive yet. So what if right. the Cardinals got whiff? Of no. DeAndre potentially testing positive for some PEDs, and right. they go out and get a re receiver before any other teams know that that's like insider trading shit. No, no, no. so the thing is, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins is not part of the trade. If he was part of the trade, sure, he's not part of the trade. And then at the same time, I see where you're going with it, but it's like the NFL knows first before the Cardinals know. You know what I mean? All this testing has been done in like in different days. So this is the like this is not the Cardinals like testing the Cardinals and the NFL finding out later. This is like the NFL testing program. No, I, I, I know that. I know that. I know that. Right. But what if the Cardinals got whiff that he tested positive for something? The NFL yeah, exactly. the NFL tested him and mm -hmm. they're like and you know how just crazy shit comes out like that. Then this is purely a conspiracy theory, right? But what if they did find out some some form or fashion, some way they had someone from the NFL, okay? You know, kind of maybe say that they had this coming their way. Okay, well, let me throw this question at you then. Okay, why does it why does it matter then? Because DeAndre Hopkins is not getting traded. He's just the guy who's getting out. Like he's not part of the trade. He's just there's just another receiver. Coming because because if if theoretically in my okay. mind in my mind if a team knows that their star the the cardinals star wide receiver is out for 6 games mm -hmm. and the cardinals are going after one of their wide receivers they're going to ask for more the trade might be a little bit more intensive okay marquise brown for a first round pick what was what was the trade to start it was marquise brown and a third rounder, which was a hundredth pick mm. for the first round pick. I'm just saying, like, it's, I I I feel like it would benefit the team. It would have benefited um the Ravens a little bit more if it was like public round to it, it if it had already come out that DeAndre had tested positive. But why would it? I mean, I or am I just I, making no sense? 
If I'm not making sense, then just shut well, me think, up and let's I move think on. No, no, no. I think you. I think that. I mean, that's an interesting point because I don't. I didn't really think about it that way. You know, I didn't think about it. Like, yeah, they could. Okay, they could ask for more. So, I mean, here's the thing too: the other side of it. There's mm-hmm. a reason the Ravens got rid of Hollywood. Hollywood has been wanting out of Baltimore for multiple years. Has he really? Baltimore, <clears throat> and yeah. Baltimore knows that his contract is coming up after this year. And they didn't want to pay him. Not the fact they didn't want to pay him, but Hollywood Brown needs to know that he needs to be with a quarterback in an offensive system mm-hmm. that will get him enough yardage, enough touchdowns to get that big contract that he needs for his career. That's that's the move that he's wanted, and that's why he's wanted out. The offensive system for Marquise Brown has never set him up for a good deep ball threat receiver mm. that he really that's what he is he's a because Lamar's a noodle arm Lamar just cannot get the arm strength he can't throw the ball bro he can't throw the ball that well downfield you get him in a cliff like Kingsbury offense mm-hmm. with Kyle Murray who can actually throw that ball a little bit deeper down the field so these, these two play together at Oklahoma yeah it, it, it makes it makes sense why the trade happened I, you make I, a good point I definitely the understand teams, what you're saying and I I that makes a lot more sense. I guess I was purely just thinking of this as like a business transaction, you know. Yeah, that's you know, fair. You, know, like, you do have to think about say, that. You do have to think that way. Because so. like it, it matters. It matters. I mean, it matters. Like that first round pick's a lot. That's a big pick. Like that is like that's a that's a huge pick. And I and could if the if the whole drug thing was noticeable and the Cardinals really need a receiver now the first six weeks, could the Ravens ask for a little bit more? Maybe not give up that third round pick? Maybe. But will this ever get reviewed interviewed or anything like that? Unfortunately, no. Even though yeah, I do no. like your I do like your conspiracy theories though. So here's where Hopkins got fucked. He tried to manipulate the drug test. What? So, oh, I didn't hear that part of the story. I just I'm reading it right now. So he tried to he tried to manipulate the test. So that's where he got. F- I don't know what he tested positive for, but I, that's how he got fucked. Um, as far as Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals, I I see where it makes sense, but at the same time it doesn't because you also have Rondale Moore, who's the same type of player as Hollywood Brown is. So I don't know what the Cardinals are trying to plan. I don't know if they're trying to have just a bunch of speedsters out there and you know screen bubble screen passes and make them make plays out of it or um deep threats because Kyler has a very strong arm i don't know i don't really know what the cars are trying to plan here but um they now have two five nine receivers who can run like forrest gump so I, here's, I, I do i do want okay here's here's the counterpoint that though so if what do you what do you get for Ronnie Moore last year though? You didn't get much, right? Like I mean, he didn't really do much. Last year. Deep spurts. threat, deep threat, couple yeah. games. But you know you're gonna get from Marquise Brown. He's more established in the NFL. Very true. He's he's played more years. He's had more big moments. I think he's more reliable than I would say. I mean, that's because Ronnie Moore is a Purdue guy, and I'm an IU guy. That doesn't that shouldn't be the, that shouldn't be the factor here. Um, this this. Nah, I think I think there's a reason to Kyle Murray. I think Kyle Murray Kyle Murray wanted this. I think that's I think I think a lot of people are missing on that. Kyle Murray wanted this trade to happen. True. I, the teammates together. He he Kyle Murray's been a little he's been a little bitchy, it sounds like from the Arizona. Like 
He's yeah. been a little, he's been bitching. So I think he wanted a trade that they can actually get from him. Okay. So I think this, this is like an Aaron Rodgers situation. Make okay. make the quarterback happy. Maybe there was no collusion. I'm sorry to go on that little tangent, but no, dude, I love the collusion. <laughs> the uh, that that was like immediately my thought process too. I didn't even think of anything else, but I was like, oh, dude, there's there's definitely something going on there. Yeah, it, it, it it's interesting you brought that up because I didn't really think about they could have they could have offered more they could have asked for more. Okay, you you don't have any receivers right now. Your your best receiver right now is AJ Green or Rondell. Moore. Right, that's what I'm saying is like potentially it may not even happen. Potentially, if the Ravens knew that their goaded wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is missing six games, and the Cardinals are coming after Hollywood. Might ask for a little bit more. I, I expect might this might get away with a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like a little heavier transaction type shit. I expect that Cardinals offense to pop even more this coming year. One hundred percent. Oh my god, they they are going to thrive now. If you have more, as being a recent recipient of DeAndre Hopkins in a trade in fantasy football, thanks Andrew. I, I <laughs> who who's to say you're not in on it? Who's to say you're not in on the collusion? I told you I have my sources, bro. I have my sources. I know people in the NFL. Uh, what is, what is, is Rabbi talking about it on the site? <laughs> Rabbi. I'm dead. I'm dead. Um, I, I, I don't, I feel like if you, okay, if anyone is watching this, if you are Marquise Brown in your fantasy league, you are going to be very successful in a flux position right there. If you get Marquise mm-hmm. Brown, I'm just telling you right now. That man will pop off for you. He will be in the starting lineup every week. 100%. Especially those first six weeks. Especially oh the first six weeks. Kyler <laughs> Murray, not connection. That's going to be scary. Good luck, y'all. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Speaking of fancy receivers, my former receiver, A.J. Brown, got traded to Philadelphia the other week. <laughs> We are not chanting Philadelphia shit in this pod ever again. Sorry, Shadow. 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 That's it. Day one, homie. Um, I was nobody expected that they ended up getting Traylon Burks from Arkansas, who's he's. I mean, an AJ Brown Jr. You could say, and he's not asking for a hundred million dollars. So I don't know what Tennessee's money situation is, but. Um, Ryan Tannehill is acting like a little bitch right now. I was about to bring Everybody, that up. Everybody's seeing the videos. Um, I don't. I kind of recall what he said, but I'll, I guess I'll have uh, Jack in that. Yeah, he basically said that it wasn't his job to mentor Malik Willis. He said Malik and I are watching the same tape. We're doing the same drills. If he wants to learn something here and there, that's fine. But it's not my job to mentor him. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck is that guy? I mean, you ain't no, you ain't no, don't act like you get goddamn Tom Brady or some goddamn Peyton Manning or you ain't none of the First of all, you? those goats would never say something like that. My God, I, I have never heard of a quarterback ever saying anything like that in a public press conference. You know, maybe private conversations, you know, homies, friends, family, whatever. But I have never 
heard a quarterback, heard of a quarterback saying that in a public press conference, saying that he should not be the mentor to their rookie quarterback that they just drafted. For for being a quarterback of the statue of Ryan Tannehill, who isn't all that great, all right? He They just had the number one seed last year, all right? Blew that completely out of the water, threw an interception on the first pit or first play, whatever, great. For you to say that and you are not like that next level of quarterback is ridiculous to me. I would never even think about saying something like that. If I was at the level of Ryan Tannehill and they drafted a rookie quarterback, who knows? Maybe they, maybe Malik gets really good reps and maybe he has a really good uh, spring training, all that stuff. Like he trains really well in the offseason. Who's to say Ryan Tannehill couldn't lose his job? First is, of is all, Ryan Tannehill a guaranteed starting quarterback in the NFL? Yes. yes or no? Yes, absolutely. 100% yes. Hold on, before, before Angel starts, first of all, fucking Ryan Tannehill, you're average, bro. You're average. I see Andrew pulling and said, oh, you are average, my boy. You threw three picks in the playoffs, one being on the first play, and one being the final play of your fucking season. What did Peyton Manning do in mean? the NFL playoffs his first couple of years in the playoffs? Don't care. Peyton Manning's a goat. <laughs> Amen, brother. Peyton Manning's Amen. got Peyton Manning's got the freaking resume. You don't need okay. you don't need okay. to justify Peyton Manning actions because he's got the resume. What has Ryan Tannehill done besides lose them the one seed last year? First of all, Ryan Tannehill's first two seasons were dog crap. He played for Miami. What's let nobody mm. remembers him playing in fucking Miami now, does he? Nobody remembers that shit. All right, Andrew. Yeah, sit up, crack your fingers. Let's hear it. <clears throat> All right. I'm ready. I might for sound it. crazy. I want to mention one thing. Jack, you said it perfectly. I've never heard a quarterback say, I won't mentor him in a press conference. I don't agree with that statement. I mean, I don't agree. I don't agree the way how he said it. I don't, I don't like how he said that. That was 100% wrong. But I think how he started that whole conversation up, that answering that question, he started off right. We're going to be watching the same tape together. We're going to be practicing together. We're going to be doing the drills together. He, he was talking as a teammate. Mm-hmm. And that last little statement he said, it sounded like he was a sh- the absolute shit of a person. I don't. I think that's a slip up. That's a slip up on his part. He just didn't know what to say. I think that just that was just a. I I talk all the time and I slip up and I say something stupid. I say some of the dumbest things. Do you guys the the people people say things and they just they slip. It, I think that how he said it and like when I was watching the press conference, he slipped that. I don't think he's trying to be mean to Malik. Hell, he tweeted when he got drafted, welcome to the team. Right. Like, I don't think there's any hate there, but I think what he's trying to say and the whole point is I'm the starting quarterback and I'm not going to, I'm not to the point where I'm just like, I'm, I'm preparing for the future. I need to, I need to work now and work on my game. Because like you said, he's not the best quarterback in the league. He's no Patrick Mahomes. He's no Tom Brady. He's no Peyton Manning, but he's still a good quarterback. If you put him up two years ago, he was throwing better numbers than Patrick Mahomes. He was doing better numbers than Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he had Derrick Henry, but him and A.J. Brown two years ago, they were on a roll. They were flying. He was he was putting up some silly numbers, especially that QBR. He is he's not as bad a quarterback as people think. And I yeah, I like I like Tannehill and he is he's a problem for the Colts. He tears up the Colts. He tears them up. And it hurts. But this guy is—he's still a good quarterback, and I think he just said a bad thing at the wrong time. 
That's all I think. Nothing too crazy, but I think he just lost AJ Brown. Hmm. And Steve's gonna be average. Interesting. They're gonna win nine games this year. Book it. I can see that. I could, with, I could I could see them being very mediocre. Even with Houston and um whatever, yeah, Jacksonville in the division, they're still gonna win nine games. I don't care. Yeah. By the way, speaking of I that, Denver Denver gets to play Jacksonville at Wembley this year. Hmm. Got a yeah. London game. That's an easy dub. He's dead for the Broncos. Being non AM the game. Oh, you should go, bro. Just go to London. Watch your team. Go watch down to London. London, bro. To get your passport real quick. Just take Shit, a little vacay. Nah, bro. The NFL network's just gonna fly us out. Bro, can we call the game? Yeah, let us call the game. Who's gonna even be calling that shit? Probably like all the like. Let us call the game on the pod, bro. I'm telling you that. Let us just let us just put the screen up on the pod. And wait, who's doing who's doing play by play? Andrew Allen. Uh, that's who's doing play by play. I'll I'll take I'll take I'll take leadership and go play by play. Okay, I'm like Jim Dance out there. I could be a Tony Romo. That would be a very good Tony Romo. See, I think you answer yeah. questions. I think I could do the whole talking nonstop. Like, I could just keep talking about something that just keeps going on and on and on. Yeah, Andrew's definitely the color then at that point. I'm just the random, like, oh, go Diz! Go Diz! He's open! <laughs> Jack's a sideline reporter. <laughs> we go to him, like, twice a game. <laughs> Damn. He's, he's the Buddy McFarlane, bro. No, that's, 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 nah. that's valid as fuck. Like, no, 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 nah, nah, that's nah. valid. Put on a higher stature than that. He ain't no, he ain't no McFarlane. Come on, Booger got the ESPN, ESPN bag. I ain't even mad at it. Yeah, but it like, it ain't no Tony Romo bag, but I'll take the bag. That's fair. That's fair. Shit, I mean, hey. I, I, I would, I would absolutely take just being that guy of like calling out the big play or. or interviewing the receiver on the or you know someone on the field you know type thing like, like that'd be so cool coach yeah that'd be so cool i would love to be oh, down you know i would love to be down yeah, on the field you know what jack would be bro he'd be the fucking pat mcafee bro yeah that one game he did with the packers and lions bro he would be that guy he'd be like fake put touchdown like in the background dude that would be literally jack would be pat mcafee and then jim nance and tony romo what a setup! What a trio that would be, by the way. God, that would. Hello, hello, friends. Hello, friends. Okay, so uh, NFL, give us a call. But moving on, <laughs> what are your uh, draft shocking uh, picks? Besides Cole Strange, we'll get into Cole Strange later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole Strange, Cole Strange, Cole Strange. Um, was yours Cole Strange, Andrew? No, no, no. I'm just excited about talking about Cole so, Strange. You guys are basically going to be taking over these these draft conversations, but all I want to say is I'm pretty sure that we were still predicting two quarterbacks to go in the first round, and none of them went until, what, the third round? Pickett went first, and that was it. Oh, Pickett did go in the first. Okay, I totally spaced that. that the Steelers, what, Steelers got him? Steelers got a squad, by the way. I was going to say, also, I was just check- texting a coworker. all right? Shout out Jacob. He texted me and he said, and he's a Steelers fan. And he said, you got to throw it in there that the Steelers got the two best wide receivers in the draft. 
Oh. Let's go. So. Hey, tell him, tell him I said George Pickens is my guy, bro. Two best. I don't know about that. Wait, who was the other? Who was the other one? I don't know. Oh, well, um, my um shocking pick was, I wouldn't say, uh, I could say it was shocking. Derek Stanley going third. Now I did say in the previous episode that he will be my, my, you know the, the home run pick, the superstar next to Rel Revis, blah blah blah, but. He was projected to go 8th to 12th, and Houston grabbed him at 3. Um, Stanley does have a few injury problems. He had been on and off past couple years. But Derek Stanley has so much potential. Did they reach for him? I would say they reached for him a little bit, especially being the first cornerback off the board. Sauce Garner was the um, obvious, you know, first cb but houston reached for Derek stingley at three and it's gonna be a hit or miss i think the i think the texans will hit on him but my that was my shot that was my shocker stingley going top three andrew what you think no i that my only contribution to any kind of draft talk was was the quarterback and then my buddy was texting me about uh Steelers. about the Steelers that's really all I I couldn't like I said I didn't know who Cole Strange was I thought you meant to type out Colts <laughs> um I will tell you I will tell Jacob mm-hmm. Pittsburgh I love I love George Pickens I love George Pickens yep um and we and didn't they get him didn't that's they just, get him a pick before us yes fuck yes, yes. fuck um now what I will say Probably the most surprising pick outside of Cole Strange. And it's it's two things, I think, honestly. It's Dotson from Penn State going to the commanders in the middle of the first round. Um, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, talented guy, but I understand the pick there. Um, he's a sl- he's going to be a slot, won't he? Yeah. Absolutely. Too small. Um, I just don't get it, though. I feel like... Like, another one that was surprised me was Atlanta with Drake London. Like, great. These guys are athletic, but... Sorry for the position. Receiver, running back, you guys are just in and out of this league right now. You're getting picked. You're you're highly talented. Everyone's highly talented at that position. It's not someone you go for. I don't feel like they're... I feel like you just... You keep getting better on up front and build a defense. Or you get a, you don't have to get a quarterback either. Just wait for another year to get a quarterback. And that's another thing that I won't say I was surprised. I would I went into this draft thinking there shouldn't be a quarterback in the first round. Not even one. Um I think Pickett though was a good pick. I think Pickett that that's the only one that made sense. That's the only one that made sense was Pickett to Pittsburgh. Other than that, the quarterbacks was just not entertaining to me to even think about co-getting. So did you honest. did you guys think that Willis I mean, what we basically all said that Willis was probably the biggest bust opportunity. Did you see him slipping all the way down to three? No. I thought I thought, I thought Tampa Bay was gonna get him at some point and there was another team. I forget who it was, but another 
team with a veteran quarterback. I don't remember, but I thought he was going to go to Tampa Bay. But I think no, Coral went to the Panthers. Yeah. So it looks like the Bucks are holding off another year without a with the QB. Looks like they're going to go snag one next year. So smart move by them, but. Backwards. I thought Willis was going to go to... Oh, the Packers is my other team I was going to think of. Mm-hmm. You know, they have Jordan Love, but I thought Packers or Bucks were going to reach for Malik, but didn't happen. And that's the thing. is like, why waste a pick on... A, no offense to quarterbacks this year, but the quarterback class is stacked next year. Why wait? Like, why not just wait? Get in the, build something else. I feel like some people get trigger finger happy on the quarterback position in the drafts, and it's smart this year not to pick one. Uh-uh. Look okay. at Seattle. Seattle had picks up the roof, and they didn't. Seattle, that was the team. So, it wasn't Green Bay. It was Seattle. So, what do you think? What do you think they are gonna do? Are they just completely banking on tanking? Is this next season just a complete Ooh. scrap for Seattle? Nope. Hey, I think they draft Brantley this year. I think they draft. But I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say a playoff team. But I think they draft really well. I don't think they're gonna tank. I think they're gonna be like average. In the middle of the road. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but dude, look at the pieces oh, around be there. Quiet. Dude, they, they don't have a they quarterback. Gotta, hey, they need to go get Baker. They got weapons. That's the thing too. They could go get Baker. They got okay, weapons. Talk about that later. Yeah, talk about that got, later. Sorry. They got off they got off at the line. And they build a little bit more of that defense. Um if they get Baker, I mean that's an offense that could score. I think Baker with a healthy shoulder. You got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, Noah Fant, and Walker out there. Get two big tackles in the draft. Why not? That's I you know what I just noticed. What? Seattle is Denver is Denver now. All the talent besides a quarterback, even though I love you, Drew Lock. If if you're listening to this podcast, please send me an autograph jersey, please. Wow. But yeah. They have it's every they got everything. I mean, defense is kind of lackluster. They're a little right bit now, better but, at wide receiver, but they got it. They got everything now besides you know the the, the star slash superstar slash all pro slash pro bowler quarterback. And that's probably who they're gonna go get next year. They're probably gonna trade up. They're probably gonna send something stupid for a for a QB yeah. next year. Drew Lock doesn't. That's the thing. If they if they suck this year, they have their pick, but they also have your guys's pick. Yeah, but we're not gonna suck. Wow. We'll be we'll be middle twenties, twenty five to thirty two. Wow, that division is tough, boy. I don't know. I don't know if y'all can keep up. Are we gonna keep up? I don't know, dude. I think we'll every team once at least. We might sweep the Chargers because we the Chargers always suck against us. The Chargers always suck against us, bro. Herbert's nice, boy. He still can't beat us, though. It don't matter. Oh, he it's a different year, us. dude. It's a different year. I'm telling you, y'all, y'all might, y'all might finish last in that division again. Not the Raiders will. It's gonna. I already said it. it's gonna go Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. Uh, I'm sorry, you're you're finishing last. Andrew, I know you're just trolling at this point. <laughs> That's what my job is. Yeah, <laughs> see, I know you're trolling a little. Little asshole. Damn. Okay, so we're gonna skip a topic here because I don't know it's kind of out of order, but I'll we'll skip that next topic. But Cole Strange from Chattanooga, first rounder to the New England Patriots. Does it shock me that the Patriots reach on some lower class D one athlete? No, because they did the shit a couple years ago. They do it. 
they do it all the time, I feel like. They always be reaching for those lower-level college athletes. Does it shock me it was in round one? Kind of, yeah. But does it shock me at all? Really? Does it shock Maybe. you that the Patriots did it? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely they do it not. all the time. Bill Belichick got something cooking. He 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 has some he has he had something on his on his whiteboard that no other team had or something like that, right? You know, I'm just thinking about Chris Ballard and Frank Reich and Jim Mersey in 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 the draft room, right? You're thinking Bill Belichick when he goes into his mind and he tries to pick out that nets that next X factor and he tries to come up with the next you already know that's on his mind every year since he's drafted Tom Brady. You try, you, you try to. Although Tom Brady was a six round pick, you know I get it. But he's he's got to come up with that one bullet point that no other team has, and that's what makes him draft him. And he must have found it. It's, and that's scary. And that's and that's exactly right. I think all these draft analysts and all these people, all these fans are just like. Ooh, Chattanooga, like a third round prospect. Right. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't what, matter. It, it don't matter how great you are in high school, college, what hell ever. It's what your character does in the NFL. Yep. Um, how coachable thinks, are you? Right. If he thinks he's a first round talent, he's probably going to be a first round talent. There's a reason they went up there and got him that big. It's like Darius Leonard. It's like Darius Leonard was South Carolina State University. Early second round pick. Who the hell do they think Colts think they are getting him in there? It does not matter. All what matters is what happens after that pick and what they do after it. And then this draft night and what what pick you get picked sure matters on money, but what matters is what you do after it and go get that contract afterwards. Pick number wise, that, that's all bullshit to me. Just go out and ball. Breach. Hey. So is uh is that it on the Cole Strange talk? Well, Simple as that. One, two, three. Yeah, hey, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for him. I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for the guy. I don't even know who the guy is, and I'm rooting for him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that Terrell Owens went to the same college as him. So, I love me some. So, um, we'll talk about the draft in just a second. Well, this is still draft related. Did the Green Bay Packers mm. get worse? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Angel, I'll let you start this one off. Absolutely. Are you fucking kidding me, Green Bay? Oh, didn't want to reach for a receiver. It don't matter. You got to trade those two later picks and trade up and get a receiver there. You cannot, cannot keep doing the San Rodgers. You're going to lose Devontae Adams and say, oh, no big deal. You don't. Who's your best receiver now? Alan Lazard? Robert Tunyon? The guy from North Dakota State? Dude, that's... Aaron Jones, that might be their best hands, honestly. You got A.J. Dillon. They lost the NFC Championship and only scoring 10 points. Did they get better enough to win? Absolutely not. Sure, they got two great college guys on defense. Is that going to get them to the Super Bowl next year? Absolutely not. You don't lose the best receiver in the league and just go, oh, let's go to next year. <laughs> Dude, absolutely not. This is a joke. That's a joke what they did. I don't even care what Aaron Rodgers says protecting them. I don't even care. You're all not going back to where you were last year. You're not going to the NFC Championship. The Lions are catching ground on the Green Bay Packers. All better start watching out for those Detroit Lions. I'm telling you right now, I don't give a damn who the quarterback is. That team is getting built better every day. I'm, I'd be scared if I was Green Bay. You're about to lose that. You got comfortable and you screwed up. You're going to watch out. And I'm not saying this year, but a couple years down the road. 
Detroit's going to take that division over. Uh, the, the Lions are going to suck again this year. Let's just two, keep, let's, two, two or three years, though. Give me two yes, or three years. Let's Detroit. keep it in the straight line, people listening. The Lions are still going to suck this year, but right. they're going to suck enough to get a top quarterback next year. And my God, it's going to go full on takeoff. I will say, I will say, I didn't. So I saw this tweet. It was basically going over like all the Lions young players that they've gotten and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I didn't know any of them. But the, these these tweets had such high praise of these guys that I'm just like, dude, give the Lions a couple years. Obviously, they're going to suck in the next probably year or two, potentially even three years. But, man, when they when those young guys are hitting their peak and they're chasing after that big NFL contract right after their rookie con- after their rookie contract expires, like if they are all peaking at the same time, dude, like – it doesn't. It's or it. It could be a rap type thing. Like you need those young players to all peak, like performance wise, at the same time, and that's kind of like what the Colts have been. The Colts have done right now with Darius Leonard and our offensive line and blah blah blah. Everyone, I feel like are young guys, and we're obviously gonna have to pay them if we want to keep them, but they're all peaking at the same time. Right. And it's just. It's really cool to see. It's really cool to see. Be a fun team to watch in the future. Absolutely, their defensive captain. I I just I just hope that they uh, you know, they make Thanksgiving you know an interesting game. I think they will. It's really the only time I ever watch them. (laughs) I think they'll be competitive this year. I think they'll be more competitive than they were this last year. Like for you guys, I get to hear about the lines every week. So yeah, that's Um, true. No, I'm I'm excited for obviously you know. We're Michigan. We're Michigan men over here, but um, not really a Lions fan. I mean, I I obviously support the Lions. And your dad but. is your dad a Lions fan? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lions. Lions. Colts. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited for my dad. I'm probably gonna get him a Aiden Hutchinson jersey for his birthday this year. Um, it'll be his first Lions memorabilia since How? probably fucking Barry Sanders. But hey, <laughs> is, where is Hutchinson from? Is he from Michigan? Michigan. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. So, okay, so I just, little sentimental piece on the podcast, but as a Michigan fan and as a Michigan, you know, UM family, how cool is that to see a a Michigan-born, raised guy go to Michigan, get drafted in the NFL, first round, second pick to the Detroit Lions? How cool is that? I know my dad's probably was probably jumping for joy, even though he really can't because of his back. But I bet he was happy. I mean, I'm happy for him too. I mean, I I still rock with the Lions. I don't talk about the Lions, but I'm always gonna rock with them. Absolutely. Um, or we're not we're not Pistons fans, by the way. No, none of us are Pistons fans. Thank God. Thank God. Pacers over here. Thank God. All Pacers over here, but um, yeah, Lions. I mean, Thanksgiving is always a special holiday for us because we always watch, you know, yeah. watch them on TV. They lose every fucking year, but I think <laughs> it's gonna. Ch- I think it's gonna change soon. I think, C- dude, imagine if CJ Stroud goes to Detroit. God. Uh, CJ Stroud, Bryce, Bryce uh, Young. They're they're gonna be good. Jameson Williams, Jameson Williams with the uh, Bryce Young, another connection, NFL college NFL connection. Yeah. Well, it's good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for your dad because I, dude, I think that would be so cool. I think that would be so cool to have like an Indiana born and raised, you know, like one of these high schools, you know, all that stuff. 
North Central, Lawrence North, you know, Fishers, HSC, whatever, Noblesville, you know, every once in a while. Um, but I think it would be so cool to follow them, like, in the high school, have them go into an, your, your Indiana college. You know, obviously, I'm an IU fan, but, you know, anywhere in the state would be really cool and then get drafted by the Colts, like, first round. Supposed to be this amazing player that Hutchinson is supposed to be. I mean, I thought he was going to go one, but I think it's even cooler that he went two. I love that he went two. I, I love the story, and I want him to do really well, and I want the Lions to succeed, you know, because – you you follow them because of your dad. Well, I kind of follow them because of you, and that's because of your dad. Yay. So, like, you know, it's kind of just one of those things. Like, I don't hate the Lions, so why would I not kind of like be like, okay, my my good friend is a fan of them, and I want them to do well. Yay! <laughs> so he kissing your ass. Oh yeah, I'm ki- I'm kissing all types of ass right now. <laughs> Oh, no, it, it cool, it cool, it cool. Um, so since Andrew is uh, back, who who won the NFL draft? Indianapolis Colts. What kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That that night that Alec Pierce was picked for the Colts, I was just like, I wasn't have the best day. But uh, you know, rewatching the draft, going through it, looking at draft picks, looking how the Colts did it. Watching the new Colts episode today with the draft, um, the inside Colts, the pick. Like, Colts episode. Um, yeah, they do like the inside the draft room or whatever. They do all the. Did they post episodes. a video on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I haven't watched you have to it. Watch it. I need to it's watch so it. Great. It's so great. Oh. Watch it tonight for sure. Um, it was enjoyable. I might watch it again. Just I'm I might watch it right after we um, end this. <laughs> man, they were they were just they were just like it just it's just fun watching that feeling of like. They knew who they wanted, and the fact they got two guys, in two different rounds. Like they wanted, they were thinking about getting one guy, the Woods, in the second round, and they ended up getting him in the third round. Like that's those things that just like those are fun to watch, just because it's like damn, the gamble they hit. Actually, yeah, like the, the playoff, like that play hit. Like they made, they were like banking on it. Like that's just that's tough. Like that is just some that's some GM moves right there. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if we have any intention of talking about the Colts tonight, so I'll just say one thing. I was mine's quick too. I love the tight end that we got. Woods, yeah, yeah. I Plenty love Woods. the tight end we got. Jack Doyle retires. He might not right. be like this crazy Dallas Clark, but dude, we don't like. I loved having Dallas Clark on our team, but you don't need you don't need a Dallas Clark to be a really good football team. You need the, that extra lineman, and when you have a running back like JT, get that extra lineman in there. He's freaking six seven, whatever. And like, yeah, is he maybe gonna be like a more advanced Mo Alley Cox? Probably. Like, he's not gonna have that many reception yards, but he he's gonna have a lot of red zone touches, and he's gonna have he potentially he has the potential for a lot of touchdowns. So, just having that, having that X factor kind of thing, like the big size. I mean, I love how the Colts have shifted now to big wide receivers. That's that's a person mm-hmm. that's a personal thing for me. I just <laughs> I can't I can't stand. I, that's another topic. I won't get into it. Um, I, I I love that draft pick. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about Alex Pierce, but I've been watching the video, uh, you know, clip clips, videos, whatever I see on Twitter, and I, I I like our draft picks. I like our size that we have at wide receiver now. Yeah, that's basically it. That's my little rant. Um. 
I think the best team though, I think I think the Ravens were one of the teams that came out with the draft. Yeah. Um they got a big center up front. They got a safety who and Kyle Hamilton I like a lot. And they got a good uh defensive end, David. I'm definitely gonna butcher this last name, but Obja. I'm definitely saying that wrong. But he went to Michigan too. He's a beast. Um but that's that's the team I think who won the draft was definitely the Ravens. Okay. And also also I think the Eagles win that trade too with getting AJ Brown. Um No, the Eagles just need to trade Jalen Rieger. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um Watch out for the Eagles, though. The Eagles are definitely our team after the draft. Now you put A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on the same field together with Jalen Hurts. <sighs> a lot of movement out there. That's a lot of weapons. Uh, um, also, the Jets get Garrett Wilson, uh, Hall, Brees Hall, running back. Um, they also got Singletary. Not Singletary. Excuse me. Gardner, Cincinnati, cornerback that Austin's all over him about. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude's a How do you feel about him? Because Austin thinks he's gonna bust. Gardner? Yeah. Or wait, did Austin. he say did he say biggest boom? Uh, no, he likes Stingley. He doesn't think Gardner's gonna be as good as he is. Yeah, I no, think Gardner... he doesn't he doesn't Olson, who's the Cincinnati guy you don't like? Gardner. Gardner. You don't like him, right? No. Okay. Oh, you don't like him at all. Yeah, he doesn't like him. I don't trust him. You don't trust him like that. Not a, huh? not, a not a power five guy. You don't, you don't trust him like that. He was yeah, walking it through with you, me the other day, and it's just like so he went up against in college. Like I just don't trust him, especially at four. Like I, under, I understand like late first round, second round, third, you know all that shit, but top five, top five, like nah. Not top five. Not not top five. Okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, who lost? Who lost the draft? I'm gonna say, Ooh. just because the they reached so so much mm, let's hear it. for Cole Strange, I'm gonna say the Pats lost this draft. Ooh. Okay. Totally um, because of that reason. Really? Yeah. I think I think they reached really strong for a guy, but honestly, it's it's Bill fucking Belichick. He he sees something that we don't, so right. anything can happen. I, I, I kind of go back to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know what they did there to get better. Um, like, yeah, I get it. Like, there's no good receivers to reach there, and you probably got better overall players, but, like, you, you don't, you're, not, you're not fixing your team there. <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're not, you're not making it better, especially on offense. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is supposed to do next year. I really don't understand what Aaron Rodgers is going to do next year. <laughs> Like, uh, dude, like, what is he supposed to do? Just keep throwing it to Aaron Jones and like run it to AJ Dillon? Like, that's the whole offense. They might put Aaron Jones in the slot. They might go a little Travis Etienne route for the Jags, but put the running back at the slot. Yeah. Yeah, they might as well. Okay, so final two topics here. Last topic is going to be. A pretty long one, so I think this one will go fairly quick. Um, what's next for Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo? Before before you guys say anything, the 49ers came out about an hour ago saying that they still have unconcerns about um, Lance, Trey Lance. Interesting. Yeah. Is that real? Because I feel like that's a horrible thing. That's a horrible thing about like Trey Lance. Like. Two tweets about Trey Lance on my page. 
49ers inside and some verified account. So it looks like Jamie G is going to be the starter again for San Francisco. Zoe, hey, we got our we got our uh, star yeah. of the show, Zoe, in here. Yeah, she's just been sleeping right by me. Oh, it's such a pretty girl. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey. Is Jimmy G even going to be able to go week one? They said he should be okay. I think I think what happened plans out is Jimmy G is going to be there for one more year. Baker, I think. I think I don't think Carolina does it. I don't think Carolina pulls the trigger. I don't think they. You want think it. what? So is Carolina literally just gonna have the best running back in the league and just tank? Not the best run. You know what I mean? Like the most versatile running back you've probably ever seen. Are we? Are they just gonna waste his career? Are the Panthers just a death trap now for C CMC? They might just go Matt Coral. Personally, I think one the of the CMC teams... just going to be like one of those guys you never talk about once he retires because he didn't do CMC anything. CMC can't stay on the field, first of all. One I'm of just saying, teams... like, he should like he should be on a really good team. Being, should be on a good team, just being on a good team is just, that's, like, okay, does he have to be loyal? Should he just, like, ditch? I'd leave. Why? Maybe, just, maybe he's loyal to Carolina. Maybe he likes that community. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I, I, I think it's like... Well, I, obviously, he would probably still do things in the community. Like, a lot of players, when they get traded, they still go back to those cities and do a lot of community service and donate but, money and, like, all this stuff. But maybe not community, but maybe he wants to win in Carolina. Like, maybe he wants to win in that. Like, he wants to win there. And they thought Matt Sam Darnold was the answer. Well, not necessarily, but... I mean, like, it's better than what they had originally. There's Better than no Cam Newton? Bro, you remember how yes. far they got with Cam yes. Newton? Cam Newton's not the same quarterback anymore. Well, I, He's not no, obviously not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in general, like, like they got, what, to the Super Bowl? Yeah. What, what have they done since Cam Newton? Not much. I don't understand your point, though. Like, What, what, what are you trying to... What are you trying to say about Cam, between Cam Newton and Sam Darnold? I'm just trying to say, like, Cam Newton obviously did more for Carolina than what Sam Darnold is doing with oh, yeah. a with an amazing running back with of CMC. Like, you should be able to do not that much stuff with CMC and be a good team. And he can't do that. He can't do it. Yeah, but it's like... I don't think they're off the lines that good, though. That's like, true. I mean, it's not great. You know, it's, it's like, not great. That's not great. Yeah, quarterback play could be better, but I don't feel like the offensive lines helped them a whole lot over the years too. Okay, so they have a pretty bad. O I, I, they don't have. They don't have a good old line. Seems the CMC could is like that generation. No like he has no trade value now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's no. That's what I'm saying. That that would be the bad thing is. He's old. He's older. he he's now he's getting older. He's had two injuries now. Season ending. Season ending. Like it, that's what I'm saying. Like if if he wasn't in Carolina and he was on somewhat of a team, man. I don't think he'd be the same. I don't think he's gonna be the same. No. 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 It's long out. It's long out the door. He he just entered his fifth year, I think. I mean, which is, which is so crazy. 
I'll bring up a t- if we want to bring up a topic, I'll I'll throw a little hot take question mm. at you guys. What I don't believe Derrick Henry is going to be Derrick Henry levels no. probably in the next year or two. I agree with that. He's going to be done. It, I mean, he's just coming off this injury. We'll see how he does this next year. But like <laughs> got to be realistic about his age now and you got to be realistic about his running style and how that plays with age and after injuries and all that stuff like man like you're just not the same after that like i hope he is i just don't see him being the derrick henry of the past going forward i agree and that might limit the titans a lot and maybe the titans are banking on him getting back to how he is I would hope not. <laughs> it, it just sucks for CMC because, you know, I watched him at Stanford. Love, big, big fan of him mm-hmm. um, coming out of college. And he's already got drafted in 2017. And he's already going into his fifth year or sixth year now. I, I, I don't, I, I don't. It just sucks because he's, you know, he was, he was always super healthy in college and was never hurt. Um, I think he had a little minor injury in college, but got right back it's just the, the hamstring man that hamstring's killing him he's so he's so just like built too he's so strong and you know he can do it all and then that hamstring goes out on him and it's just done for he's just done done, done. i don't know how you can hamstring injury is probably the worst set of injury especially for a running back i don't know how you can treat it to get Hundred percent. I don't know if I, I doubt you can do surgery on ham. Can you do surgery on a hamstring? No. So it's kind of just a rehab thing. So yeah, I mean, I mean, Michigan running back back in the day, Mike Hart. Uh, he was on the Colts. I don't know if you guys remember Mike Hart, but hi, you running back coach like the last four or five years. Yeah, he's Michigan running back coach now. <laughs> I know. Wow, that's toxic. <laughs> but um, that's toxic. I watched him play awesome. his rookie year. I watched him play his rookie year, and I was at the game where he tore his hamstring. And then he played. He had a great game against the Steelers a couple years later, and then that was that was the last of it. He got hurt again, same deal, and that was it for him. In and out in the in and out of the league in three four years. So now he's a coach. <laughs> he's a coach now, and crazy. Well, he probably wouldn't. Uh, he could still probably be playing right now if he was you know that high say, level how old player. Is he? He got drafted in 08. So he'd be in his fourth. Yeah, he probably wouldn't be playing. He would, if he was good, back, he'd just retire. Yeah. Running back? Yeah, no. He'd be retired probably for the last six or seven years, if not more. Six or seven? You said, he's 40. You said he's 40? He got drafted in 08. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying he was like 40. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so yeah, that's that's kind of my comparison with the CMC thing. I mean, okay. yeah, it's just tough. Yeah. But right. um, going on to NI, uh, NIL, yeah. the college. A little change of sw- switch up. A little switch up. NIL deals and transfers. Man. Um. I, I don't oh, know. He's got some movement going on with his hands. All right, Jack. Bravo. Oh, Bravo NCAA. Obviously, they have stuff to work out. Obviously. It's not perfect. 
but the NIL stuff is literally going to save college ball. If you what do you mean, what do you mean by that? What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Hold on, before Jack goes, think about it. These call these high school hoopers ain't going to the G League no more, bro. No. They, no. They make five, Nobody watches they make the G League, bro. Everybody watches NCAA, bro. They're they're not gonna just go. They're not just gonna give away their years of eligibility just to go play overseas or in the G League or anything. They're gonna stay at their high profile D one school where they get That's a lot of exposure. That's this all right. Doesn't say, this That's this all right, doesn't though. save college ball. This Bro, doesn't stack save the college teams. ball. This doesn't save it. I'm, college ball, ball would have stayed the same. College ball would have stayed the same. Bro, I, uh, dude, dude, Indiana killed me this year. Indiana killed Look my spirits this year. Look at Bates. I'm Look glad Bates. he's staying. I'm glad he's staying. He's not good. Look at that. Look at the attitude of Modi Bates. Do we want that in college? Wait. Do we want that kind of attitude? I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about uh, Baycott. Do we want that kind of attitude? Like that's that's the kind of guy that won the G League. I don't want him in college ball. He doesn't deserve to be in college ball. He's gonna get. He's gonna get out. He's gonna, he's gonna leave. get a bag for no reason. Cause yeah, cause who, his attitude. Bro, who cares, bro? In the big, big, grand scheme of things, bro. If there, there's never gonna be one hundred percent good apples. There's always gonna be bad apples with everything that you do. But I think get 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 him out. There's, there's got to be quick. There's got to be a structure to this. It's got to be better. It's it's a there 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 is, there there is a lot of things that they have to figure out. Should a yeah. senior in high school be getting like a seven figure deal for football or anything? No, no, right. no, no, and, no. And Bates no. going to Memphis, there should be no big deal going yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, very limited. We there needs to be like yes, I know there I know needs there to be rules. Like Fifty to hundred thousand dollars yes. right there for that instrument. I'm sorry, but I get it. I get it. You deserve to make money, but you don't deserve to make the freaking contract negotiations where you can have an agent where you're going, you know what? I think if you go to this school, we can get you 500000 Oh, you want to go right. to Kentucky? No, here's a million dollars. Oh, you right. want to go to UCLA? We can offer you $2 million. The fans and boosters, yes, they can give money. But give them to the seniors. Give them yeah. to the juniors. Yeah. The guys who are not going to NBA because of their their age like limit and they're more yes more responsible. i like that okay they put in more they're putting more time into college so they deserve to make more money i've i've um, never i've never heard that uh that little you know alternative it's a bracket. before yeah. it's like a bracket i like yeah, that a lot it's, it's an age limit i know it's very there's very 18 to 22 is very small but it makes a huge difference all I can really say on the NIL deals is that we should thank the NCAA and what they've done with the NIL because we're finally getting NCAA football back next year. So you're also getting Indiana basketball queen on the top now. Just letting y'all know that this is this is this is changing IU basketball for 100. Uh, percent I don't we're, give a fuck. We're offering. So we're you all. wait. Well, you think you think NIL has benefited IU basketball in a great way? Oh hell yeah, dude! Oh my god. Think about this. Oh my think, god! Is there so many boosters putting money into these in these like in these deals right now? There's so many boosters who are just throwing money in right now. I bet I bet you Mark I bet you Mark Cuban gave that five star kid about a quick milli right there. Be like, hey, go to IU, boy. Speaking of a money base, speaking of a money base, there's rumors that he hey, might god. be in a. They might be in a uh, Mason Blue uniform next year, but I don't know how I feel about it. I would, I would feel so bad for you. 
that would ruin everything. Because you got a lot of things going good for Michigan, Michigan ball right now. Well, not exactly. Who's leaving? Well, transfers is my next point here, and I fucking despise the transfer portal right now. Mm. How would you do it? How would you do it? How would you? How would you I do it? How, how I'd do it? I don't know how I would do it. I would have to really think about that. I can't think of that on the spot. But um, our freshman point guard Frankie Collins decided to transfer last week because we brought in a transfer point guard. Okay, and then Frankie why'd Collins... Why'd you bring in the transfer point guard? I'm getting there. Okay, sorry. So Frankie Collins decides a week later to transfer to Arizona State, which happened yesterday, and now he's all pissed off, saying November 19th, mark your calendar, apparently we're playing Arizona State this year, so... oh so oh. and, then we trans- and then we had a transfer come in from t- a Texas Tech transfer. You know, the top tran- one of the top transfers so in the funny. whole pool. So funny. Going to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his credits don't transfer to Michigan. So you know what he fucking does? He goes to Illinois. Oh, that's, that's not the whole story. That's not the whole. No, story. his coach, his coach did something. The Texas Tech yeah. coach did something too. I don't yeah. remember what the Texas Tech coach did. Yeah, he blocked his summer classes and like credits, so he can't go to Michigan now. They're accept- like they they are. So it was, it was all because of the Texas Tech coach. He didn't sign the waiver. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, he held him. He held him back from the Michigan. Yikes! Yeah. That's toxic. Is that coach like in prison? No, hell no. Yikes! Bro, that's, like that's corrupt. That's corrupt. That's so yeah, there's there's my transfer story and. Um, I just don't like how everybody what what's the point of everybody transferring for like a better role to be the star player to make more money? Like what what's the point of trans Spencer Rattler transferred, Caleb Williams transferred, um That's that's kind of what Frankie Collins transferred. It's kind of what you're Monty gonna Bates get, is transferring. It's kind of what you're gonna right. get with the whole NIL stuff. You are gonna get people, you are gonna get people leaving and going and leaving and going and you know, guys are probably gonna transfer. They might transfer one or two times, like in their and, eligibility careers. But that's where I would say there needs to be there needs to be rules. There needs to be a structure. I think it's not fair. You gotta be going for your masters or something. It's not fair to no, I don't think that, that's close. I think it's very close. I don't think it's not fair to transfer right outside of your freshman year. It's not it's not that's that's bullshit. I think it's bullshit to transfer outside your freshman year. I think you get to sophomore or junior year, then you can transfer. And you can only transfer one time though. Can't transfer twice. Once you once you transfer once, you can transfer again, but you got to sit out a whole year. Then like the old days, you got to play the next year after. Um, because <laughs> they're gonna call it the Tate Martell rule, bro. <laughs> that's the thing too. It's like not like you said though. Like players are like they're 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 searching for the best nil deals. Like these dudes are dragging these process out so they get better deals and like so these boosters can be like, hey, here's a better deal. Here's more money. Um, and it's a recruiting tool. It's an absolute recruiting tool. This is where this is where that's true. Perfectly, this is why I use in it. When this whole there's there's processes in college. The one and done, the one and done affected schools perfectly. You look at Kentucky. Kentucky flourished in it. Um, Duke flourished in it. North Carolina flourished in the last twenty years. Purdue flourished in it. 
I think Indiana is going to flourish in this field. This all marketing branding name is going to be huge for certain schools. I think UCLA is going to brand off this huge. Um, Indiana, I think there's going to be schools that are going to be affected by it. And it's going to be a really interesting process in the next 10 I years. The, I think the three schools besides, you know, Duke and Kentucky are going to really thrive off that is IU, UCLA, and USC. I think those three schools are going to just go haywire. USC, USC football. USC right? is gonna go stupid, bro. And football? Cause they were, yeah, cause they're already fucking boosting way back to way back then, and now that NIL and all that shit's public and legal. Yeah. yeah. Bro, USC is going to be back at the very tippy top. It's gonna, it's gonna annihilate the Pac-12. It's gonna be the Alabama of SEC. Move over, Oregon. You got some comp now. Yeah, it's not gonna be comp. They're, they're gonna wipe Oregon off. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even fair. That division, that conference ain't even fair now. USC is going to take over. I agree with you 100% on that. That's facts. All right, gentlemen, we got any um, final thoughts? I thought, didn't we talk? Did I say I had a tweet for us? I'm trying to look to see if I had any, like, oh, Andrew. Uh-oh. Um... The Heat say Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, Max Strauss, PJ Tucker, and Gabe Vincent are all traveling to Philly today and are listed as questionable to play in tomorrow's game three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure you saw that, but thought I'd I did. mention it. I saw it on I saw it on Sleeper. It, it popped up on my phone too. Yeah. I'm not worried in B though. That's I'm confident with whoever you're, you're put just on the straight court. Chilling Ooh, at this point. Whoever we put on the court if Embiid's out, yeah, I'm yeah, confident yeah, winning that. Okay. I'm, I'm not really worried. All right. All right. That's respect. I know it's toxic, but I'm not scared of the center sixers. Well, gentlemen. Always. Nope. My Ooh. final thoughts are Sorry. just one thing, one thing only. Congratulations to Luka Doncic for being first all-time in playoff points per game, passing Michael Jordan by a whole one point. Congratulations, Luka, on your young career. Wow. And that's all I got to say. Gang. Yeah. Sad <laughs> of the day right there. <laughs> Stat of the day. I like it. You start bringing one to every episode. Shit. I might. Stat of the day. <laughs> All right. That, uh, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Legend Cast. Follow us on Twitter at The Legend Cast. Follow us on Instagram at Legend Content and The Legend Cast. Yes, two Instagram pages. Um, Episode 20, another 10 episode milestone. Hopefully by uh, next year's Super Bowl will be uh, the big fifty. Sounds cool. God, maybe even a hundred. Who knows? Um, I'm telling you, next week or two, once everything starts cooling down, I'm ready to. I'm ready to start pulling pulling trig on all, all this IRL stuff. For show for oh, show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. IRL or IRL Studio. Life's just been going crazy right now. You know, gotta gotta get through it type thing, and then. Once got more time on my hands, bang, dude. We're gonna. Oh yeah, I'm. T- he's talking all that golf. Look at him. Look at him doing that golf swing. <laughs> all right, thank you for tuning in to Legend Cast. We'll see you all later. <laughs>